Hey, Alex here, and you're listening to another episode of the Market Adventures Podcast. Happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers tuning in every day and those who are here for the first time. I want you to know that I appreciate you. The fact that you've been taking these steps to better yourself and your family finances is astounding. Keep doing what you're doing. Now, what a crazy week we had last week. From disappointing economic data to a bull rush to swing out the week and a Bitcoin, or I should say cryptocurrency boom to top it all off. Now that we're back in the full swing of things, let's talk about some keys moving into this week. Stay tuned. Do you find yourself spending too much time managing and keeping track of your household investments? I know I do. And Passive has been my solution. With Passive, you can turn your brokerage account into your own personal robo-advisor, saving you from having to pay fees to a robot. Passive makes it easier to be a DIY investor, like most of us are, and save for your retirement by helping you automate all the tedious parts so you can spend more time enjoying life and doing what you love. All you have to do is link your brokerage account to Passive, set up a portfolio, and Passive will do all the hard work in keeping it balanced. You'll get notifications when your portfolio needs attention, and you can place trades in one click. Many Passive users use the software to manage their household accounts seamlessly in one dashboard, me included. If you have accounts with interactive brokers, TD Ameritrade, Alpaca, uh, Tradier or Quest Trade, you should definitely check out Passive. It'll make managing your accounts a whole lot easier. And like I said, I opened accounts for my son and my daughter recently, so I have six accounts I'm managing. Passive makes it a whole lot easier. Visit passive.com slash adventure. That's P-A-S-S-I-V dot com to get 50% off your elite subscription. Passive.com slash adventures. So we're seeing uh, a gain in the talks about ending the government stimulus, which we know expires, I think, in September, or at least the, at least I know the student loan things expired in September. I'm not sure about all the stimulus things, but uh, if it does expire in September, people are kind of hoping that it ends sooner and are calling an end to it, Right. But why? Why are they trying to take away our $300 extra on unemployment bonus? Well, the U.S. economy only added 266,000 jobs in April. Well, you say that's a lot of jobs, but people were expecting or the market was expecting 978 or a million, right? So we only got about 260 and they were expecting a million, which means we missed the estimates, right? We're slowing down in our job growth. So employers are facing worker shortages. What that means is they're having trouble actually hiring people. People don't want to go back to work because that extra little boost in their unemployment that they're getting, they're making more money staying home than they ever did when they were at work. So, I mean, how can you blame them? And, you know, women haven't been able to move back into the workforce as quickly as men. So that quick burst that we saw in um, gain in jobs earlier in the year, it slowed down because 
a lot of women still haven't joined that. And obviously, you know, you can only have so many men continue to join the workforce and other numbers starting to reflect that. So why did the market shoot up? I mean, we saw the market was going down early in the week and then it just shot up to close at all-time highs to end the week. Why did it shoot up on data like this? Well, and we've talked about this before, it's all about the Fed, right? The Federal Reserve. This means that the Fed has less pressure to raise interest rates, right? Which uh, even with the proof of inflation that we're seeing in some of the economic numbers, the job uh, the jobs have not caught up with the inflation, right? We're not seeing an increase in jobs as much as we're seeing an increase in inflation, which right now they're not worried about inflation because they're so focused on getting people back to work. That means, right, if the feds aren't going to raise interest rates, what does that mean for us? Do you remember? It means that growth stocks, right, the growth, um, the growth plays still have access to money for investments, right? Because with low interest rates, the amount of money that they can borrow to use to invest in their business it's still relatively cheaper than the, than what would have they've been borrowing if the interest rates were higher. So growth plays can are now back on the table. As you saw, the Nasdaq or the um, the sector that really measures uh, the tech, right? Mostly tech. We saw that sell off big time. So now that the tech plays are back in, the growth plays are back in. We'll see if the Nasdaq responds uh, earlier this week and starts to move up with the. Down the S&P. Uh, so, I mean, here are some earnings for this week. So we've gotten that out of the way. That's the biggest thing to really watch this week. I mean, there's economic data as well. We have retail sales on Friday. We still have earnings season. Um, and I'm sure we'll get some other economic stuff happening, some speeches and things like that. But that's the biggest thing to look forward to is how is the market responding to that, knowing that the Fed really has no reason to raise rates at this point. On Monday, we have Roblox. This is our first since their IPO, that video game company. Tuesday, we have Palantir. Wednesday, we have Bumble. This is their first uh, earnings since their IPO. On Thursday, we have some big companies. We have Alibaba, which has been getting hit by uh, China, the Chinese government. We have Disney, which has been doing great. Um, Florida is pretty much, pretty much open. I mean, I don't think Florida even really shut down ever. but um, So Disneyland, I'm sure, is, is back open. We have uh, DoorDash, which we're seeing people go back to restaurants. So I don't know if that's going to impact DoorDash's earnings, or at least it's going to impact the way that people feel about the earnings. And on top of it, we had that one uh, person in the government administration, I don't remember who, say something about uh, labeling all those gig workers as employees. That kind of hurt them and Uber. Airbnb, people are starting to travel more. So we're assuming Airbnb is going to get some love from that. We'll see. And then we have Coinbase. Coinbase uh, is where most people are doing their cryptocurrency trading and stuff like that. So this is their first earnings since their IPO. And like I said, on Friday, we have retail sales data. So, I mean, it's a big week. The biggest thing to pay attention to is that, that thing picking up steam and whether or not the administration steps in, whether or not we see that unemployment check uh, st- keep going up and still uh, keep going with that extra bonus to it, or whether they find a way to put legislation to put it to an end. And... We're going to start hearing uh, mumblings about, okay, do the feds, what do the feds do to help this jobless thing? Because clearly what they're doing now is not helping, right? Clearly there's a, there's an obstacle to it that has nothing to do with interest rates. So we'll see how the fed responds. That's very, very key. And we'll see how the administration responds right now. We're looking for policy in the government, right? There's not a lot of things that are on the stock market that are going to make big changes. 
we're looking for those exterior factors uh, that impact the stock market, right? Policy from the government. So we'll see how this thing plays out. Um, and in the outro, I'm going to give you three stocks that I am thinking about trading this week. enjoyed that episode i hope it was informative remember the more you know in this game the better prepared you are to be ready for what comes next right if you haven't already make sure you go check out the stock market course and options trading course uh this summer could be the one that changes your life i mean you're getting information like this now you have to learn how to use it so try getting those courses so you can see exactly how we can take this information and make some profit out of it learning one new skill can make a big difference so if you go to stockcourses.co you can grab them and okay so like i promised it's been a while since uh, i dropped some stock picks on this show so here are three that i'm looking for this week and we'll see how this the the, the week starts out to see if i keep them on the watch list boeing nike and neil right they're at pretty good levels we're gonna see some benefit from boeing and nike with the reopening we see Neo moving into a brand new market. We'll see how they do there. And we'll see how China keeps, they keep pumping their EVs. Um, we'll see. There's a lot of things that go behind those three companies, but those are three I'm looking at uh, for this week. So make sure you share this show or this episode with friends and family. Get them in here. Get them ready for this week so that we can all grow as a community and profit together. This has been your host, Alex Cunningham, saying be well and remember. As you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure.